Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Lift your hands, pray, ask God to speak to you this evening. Ask him to minister to you and speak to you and direct your course. That your way will be prosperous to help you and lead you to the place where your greatness will show. We give you glory. We give you praise. We thank you. Band all of us. Speak to us. Thank you. We bless you. We glorify you. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your word. Speak to us in a way that we'll understand. I humble myself and I say, use me to your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Let my hearers be blessed. Let them be nourished. And let them be moved forward. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated. Wow. Well, we want to continue from where we were sharing and just share a few things and bring the service to a close. Amen. So tonight is a short. How many of you have been blessed already? Great. So we can even share the grace. Take a second offering, share the grace and go home. Amen. Good. We are talking about how to be great or keys to greatness. And last week we, we saw two different people in the Bible whom the Lord decided to make great. And we saw what they did. We saw Abraham. God commanded Abraham to get out of his house, of his kindred, his father's house, go to a land which he didn't know. The Bible says, and Abraham did as the Lord had commanded him. Do you get it? That's Genesis 12. In Genesis 13, the Bible says, and Abraham departed out of Egypt. And Abraham was very rich. All Abraham, Abraham, don't be deceived. Abraham is better than Isaac. But Abraham, he just obeyed God. And when he obeyed God, God blessed him. There's nowhere in the Bible that says Abraham worked, he did this. No, no, no. He just went as the Lord. Let me tell you quickly how Abraham became rich. Abraham had a wife. The wife was called Sarai. Sarai was fair. Abraham married a yellow bone. Do you get it? And she was beautiful. So when when he went into Egypt, the people saw the wife and they said, Wow, what a beautiful wife. What a beautiful girl. 
So they went to tell the king that have you seen this type of girl who has come to town? Nobody has come to this town like this girl before. And the king saw the girl and said, wow. So the king was interested in the girl. And they asked Abraham, who is this? And Abraham had told Sarah, look, anybody, these guys, they are unbelievers. They eat human meat. Don't joke with them. If they ask you, don't tell anybody I'm your husband. Okay. After all, your mother and my mother, they are first cousins. So we are brother and sister. Do you understand? <laughs> so when they ask you, that's the first thing you should say. So when they asked, when they saw Abraham, they asked Sarah, who is this guy? So, it's Brahe. Oh, it's Bra Abraham. Don't you know Bra Abraham? They say so. So Bra A, Bra A, Bra A. So they also took it that it's Abraham's sister. So Pharaoh started to pay Abraham Lobola for Sarah. So later he had a dream, and in the dream he realized that he realized that. God spoke to you and said, this girl you have taken is somebody's wife. Why have you taken Abraham's wife? Then he said to God, Abraham, I asked them. And she told me that it's Brahe. So, he came to confront Abraham that, why didn't you tell me that it's your wife? And Abraham said, I didn't also tell you anything. Why, why, why are you blaming me? He was just calling him Brahe, Brahe. And he said, it's my wife. And he got so angry. In his anger, he chased Abraham out of Egypt. But when he was chasing Abraham out of Egypt, he forgot to take the lobola. I said, he forgot to, he said, leave, Abraham said, I have to go home and pay. He said, no, leave now, leave with, now, now, go, Hamba, go, go, go. So Abraham said, okay, if you are sucking me, then I'm going. Then he took everything that he had, including his wife, and and then he stepped into Genesis 13. So the last verse in Genesis 12, he was being chased out of Egypt. Then he stepped into Genesis 30, and then Abraham came out of Egypt. You you see, put it there. And Abraham went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and lot with him into the south. Then the Bible explains verse 1 in verse 2. And Abraham was very rich. That's all. Not from his own work. From what Pharaoh had give, given. Clap for, clap for God. Clap for God. Clap for Mr. God. Clap for Mr. God. And then he just stepped out. All he had to do was to obey God. If you also obey God, God will bless you. You know, I'm, I'm downstairs. I'm having a meeting with a, a pastor down there. And he's telling me fantastic, unbelievable testimonies. How by just obeying the few things Bishop Larry and myself have told him and how much God has, God is blessing the church. Just obedience. Just obey. He's come actually to consult. 
Yeah, you are sitting just here. You won't come and consult. Yeah, he's come all the way from Devon. You are sitting just here, just next to the media desk. (laughs) Just next to the media desk. You can't come. God has blessed them fantastically. So obedience always puts you on a high level. Somebody say amen. Amen. We also looked at Isaac, who had gotten into a very troublesome situation and he was getting broke. And he had decided that the solution to his problem is to go to Egypt. So there was in those days a known connection man called Abimelech king of the Philistines, and he lived in a place called Gerar. So he had gone to see Abimelech so that Abimelech can help him to get to Egypt where things are better. And when he got to Gerar, God spoke to him and said, don't go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land I will show you. And I will fulfill the pro- I'll make you great. I'll fulfill the promise that I made to your father, to you. The Bible says, and he obeyed God. He dwelt the Genesis 20, 20, 26, verse 6. The Bible says, and Isaac dwelt in Gerar. Verse 10 says, Isaac sowed in that land 12. He sowed in that land and his field brought forth fruit a hundredfold. 13 says, and he became great. And he moved forward and he became very great until the Philistines envied. The Bible says, 40 says, he was very rich and the Philistines envied him. May you become the envy of this place. As we obey God, may we become, may people begin to envy you. Yeah. May your brothers wish they were you. May your sisters wish they were you. Yeah. Yeah. By obedience to God, I have so many people who wish they they were myself. As I stand here. So many people. Now, many of us will say we obey. But we obey even only up to a point. So I want to take us quickly through 12 levels of obedience. 12 what? Levels. And you see your, that your pastor is serious when he puts on his spectacles. Yeah. 12 levels. If you have this book, Art of Hearing, in page 143, you see Bishop outlining 12 levels, which is what we want to just go through quickly. In 10, 20 minutes, we are done. Uh, boss, Vula and Funda. 143, you see it there. Obedience level number one is what? Obeying instructions that you enjoy. First level. So people will say, we, we obey. We are very obedient. But most people obey instructions that they enjoy. That are pleasurable. Pleasurable. I mean, when you do them, you become happy. Do you get it? When you do them, you become happy. Eat well. Oh, pastor, that's a very good instruction. I mean, you say what I should eat two times a, a, 
I mean, like you get an instruction, a good breakfast. Breakfast is the best meal of the day. You say, Pastor, flesh and blood. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my father who's in heaven. Flesh and blood. Because the instruction is good. It's nice. A lot of people stay there. So what you are calling obedience bootleg is an instruction that so we are going to International Sunday dress up nicely. Yes, ah, but I mean when you dress up, people look at you, they say that yeah, you the girl, man. Yeah. So you obey. Yet it's because it's nice. Number two. I said we are going to twelve, so let's go quickly, quickly. Use the microphone. Number two. Obeying instructions. Obeying instructions that are in tandem mm-hmm. with your personal goals and childhood dreams. Obeying instructions that are in line with your personal goals and plans for life. You are planning to be an engineer, then Brother Spark comes and says, Listen, you have to take mathematics seriously. Practice one hour a day. He said, oh, okay, okay. It's a, it's, a, it's a doable. It's a doable. It's a great. It can be done. Have you skipped? Has he skipped any? No. Okay. Yeah, because they are in line with what you want to do. The instruction you are being given is in line with what you want to do. Number three. Obeying instructions that are reasonable. Obeying instructions that are reasonable. How many of us obey instructions that are reasonable? It makes sense. Pastor, once you can explain it to me, for me to understand, I will do it. It's reasonable. Once you can explain it to me, for me to understand, I will do it. It's a reasonable instruction. If we are all, it's, I, I did it, ne? Yes, did it. Number four. Obeying you know why I'm not spending time on these ones? Because all these type of instructions we obey. Because we, it's reasonable. It makes sense. You have been walking. We say buy a car. It makes sense. And if you buy a car, you won't walk again. Totis will not be following you. I mean, you, you also become more respectable. The girl who you have been spying will see that you are making progress in life. I mean, it's reasonable. It makes sense. Yeah. How did it? Tell your neighbor how did it. Next one. Obeying instructions that lead to something good for you. Obeying instructions that lead to something good for you. I mean, we say, oh, brother, the way you are, if you look at this sister, don't you think about it? You say, oh, pastor, 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 I've been praying, I want to focus on, on the Lord, but, but if you insist that. This sister will be a good beloved. I'll handle it. I'll handle it. I'll take one for the team. I'll take one for the team. 
outflow. Oh, pastor, me, I don't disrespect pastors. So once pastor says, this sister is a good sister, I mean, I'll do it, I'll do it. I'll do it. Because at the end, something good is coming out of it for you. At the end, you get a wife. It's nice. Next one. Obeying instructions. Now the division is coming. <laughs> Obeying instructions when you know why instructions have been given. This one, Christ, is also simple. Obeying instructions when you know why. Why? Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Why? Because this is right. Oh, this is the reason. Brush your teeth. Because what? Germs cause diseases. Great. I brush my teeth. Study hard in school. Why? So you don't fail your exam. So recently I was, I was talking to my children and I was explaining to them why they have to work hard in school now. I am raising my children in such a way that even when they, when they grow, when they start working, and they don't want to work hard in life, just by showing up at work for 20 days in a month, they should be able to go home with 50,000 rands. That's the investment I want to make in my children. Then if they want to work hard, then that one is up to them. Hey, Pastor, what are you talking about? I mean, if your parents, if you're a doctor, you don't need to work hard. You just need to show up at a government hospital for 20 working days. A month. At the, at the, at the end of the month, 67,000 Department of Health will give to you. Simple. You, you don't have to work hard. Then if you want to work hard, you can increase your salary. Very simple. I mean, I don't think that you have to work hard. If you just want to have a basic salary, do you have to work hard? Just have to appear at work. That's how I want my children to go. May your children also grow like that. Amen. May your life also become like that. Amen. So I was explaining to them why they must work hard. And that thing, you can only guarantee it if you work hard now. Some, of, some people are working hard today. But that hard work... What led to this discussion was that my children asked me that, why do people steal? And I was explaining to them. And then I, one of the reasons I was giving was that they don't want to work hard. And my children said, it's more difficult to steal than to go to work. And then I further explained to them that they have not worked hard when they should have worked hard. So now, no matter how long they work, and how hard they work. It doesn't yield much. That's why there are some courses in the university. You shouldn't do them. Because after thou has done them, thou wouldest exert even more energy. You see, so in the university, thou wouldn't have to expend thyself much. But after thou has completed the university, when thou beginnest to work, thou wouldest have need of self-exertion to earn, to make up for the holidays the, the, the holidays that thou didst enjoy when thou were on university campus. This is the King James version of what I'm saying. Do you get it? Uh -huh, but if you are doing pharmacy, 
you or architecture, you work. One of the most time-consuming courses in the university is architecture. You would draw and draw and draw. Only one question that they have asked you. This of drawing and drawing and drawing and drawing. Whilst your friends who are doing um, art, theater, drama, um, drama, poetry, um, human, ceramics, human poetry, poetry, human, human, humanitarian courses. I mean humanitarian courses. They will be chilling. Every party, they are there. Then they will write the exams and they will pass. Meanwhile, you have been studying, you study to the point where now smoke is coming out of your ears. It's like, just to pass. Don't worry. When we finish and we all finish graduation and we start work, have you ever wondered why there are some people, they are always on the golf course? And you wonder, ah, how do they get money? You meet them, they are always playing golf or traveling or something. They have made the investment in their, they are the money. The human being is the money. So as they are working with you, they say one word. That one word is worth 10,000. They don't need to come and be typing. Word. No, no, no. They, are, you are, they listen to you. You are talking. Hey. Wow. And then, yeah. Liquidate your assets quickly and get out of that business. When they finish playing with you, you are paying for the golf they are playing. When they finish playing, they send you a bill. 10,000 rands. Yeah. What did they do? They just listened to you as they were playing. And then when they finished listening to you, they gave you one word. That's what I consult for a lot of people. I'm now going to start charging them. <laughs> This one, don't add it. Let it be on the podcast, but for you, it's still free. Next one. We are going to 12. It's far. Obeying instructions that you do not understand. Obeying instructions that you do not understand. We, we are going to start leaving people behind. Obe- we are trying to break Josiah's record of obedience. And Bible says, when it came to obedience, nobody came near Josiah, his record of obedience. Obeying instructions that you don't know why. It's easier to give people instructions when you don't have to explain to them so much. We are only at number six, so the church is very quiet. Instructions that you don't know why. Instructions that you don't know why. There was a case last year sometime. I said, Take that your thing back from the person. I didn't explain much. One year later, the person found out why I was saying that. Take the thing back from the person. Then I said again, I will come back to this same spot. I was standing at the entrance of the. I'll come back to this same spot 
a year from today, and whatever you are fighting would have doubled if you don't do it this time. Immediately, now you know why. You do it. Straight. It's, uh, you want to know why they are giving you everything. It's even tedious when you are trying to give somebody an instruction and you have to explain and explain. And some of, some of us are naturally argumentative. Either by what we say or by just our demeanor or disposition. By the way you are even sitting down, the person is under pressure to explain further. Because you are sitting there, you have slanted yourself in a certain way. And as they, they are explaining, the further they explain, the more you, you tilt the slant. It's almost like you are saying, eh? is that it? Next one. Let's leave a few more people. Be- we are left with seven people, so let's leave a few more behind. Obeying instructions that go against reason. That go against instructions. We are talking about obedience. So instructions that go against reason. It's like the more you try to even explain the thing, the more the instruction looks foolish. The one before this one is like, we have to explain, explain, explain. Now this one, the more we try to explain, I said go to school. I don't need to explain to you to go to school. Just go to school. It's as simple as that. Sometimes you explain. Oh, there was even an example in my head. No, 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 I forgot it. I'll come back to it when I come back to it. But sometimes, the more you even try to explain, the more it becomes, sometimes the instruction you are giving is supernatural. It's supernatural. You can't even explain why you are asking such a person to do such a thing. That ability, yeah, this is what, one day a wife came to see me. She said to me, I think my husband is cheating on me. And I think I have evidence to show that he's cheating on me. And this is, I think he's been cheating on me. And I think that he's cheating on me. Pastor, I need you to deal with him Categorically, emphatically, <laughs> and practically. I said, I said to her, okay, I'm going to give you a book. I need you to read that book and I need you to become spiritual. <laughs> Priest, Priest, Mr. Pastor, excuse me, did you not hear? Did you not hear what I was telling? Did you not hear, hear what I was telling you? Are you hearing me? I said, I'm going to give you a book. That even when she asked again, I said, you know something? I'm not going to give you the book. You go and buy the book. <laughs> the book will teach you to pray. It will help you with prayer and then become prayerful and become spiritual. Priest, are you hearing? I said, become spiritual. You will call my husband. I said, your husband has not come to tell me anything. I have no... If I'm sitting there, your husband can say, Priest, I'm cheating on my wife. Help me. I will deal with your husband. You are the one with a problem. He doesn't have a problem. You become spiritual. 
Okay. 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 It's been three months. Even from where I'm standing, I can see that they are very happy. Yeah, and I can see. Even the husband has become very spiritual. The husband used to be as carnal as wood that you are going to use to bribe. Today, as I'm standing here, I can see that the husband, you can't control a man. It's God that controls a man. Become spiritual. You, just you, become a very spiritual person. Prayerful, always happy, always filled with spiritual energy, moving forward. Before long, I see the husband has become spiritual. If I think the husband has become more spiritual than the wife. Now imagine somebody who's being spiritual. Do you think it will even occur to him that let me go and cheat on this? No. I see them taking pictures together. Before there was no picture of them together. I see them taking pictures together. And the guy making my wife. I say, hey, I thought you had forgotten that she was your wife. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But when I was telling her that you go and buy the book and start reading it, her solution was let's go and get the girl. Let's remove her wig. <laughs> Pastor, call some ashes. Let's go and cut the girl. Let's remove her wig and, and, and tear it apart. And we don't have time. We don't have time to be removing people's wigs. <laughs> oh God! Next one. <laughs> okay. So look, become spiritual. Listen. Whenever things are not going according to the way God has programmed, there are demons working. So when you become spiritual, you can fight things in the spirit more than you can fight. Look, somebody you are having a meeting. Hey, Mr. Zolule, I've told you, when you knock off from work, go straight home. Hey, you're talking that, even sometimes the more you talk, the more, because they have to avoid the talking. Nobody likes to hear and now again, why? Bible says it's better to live on a rooftop than to live in the house with a nagging wife. Nobody wants to hear. <laughs> Rather go and watch football with his friends. By the time when he's coming, he's praying she should be asleep. Oh God, let her fall under a deep sleep. Because that's want to come and hear arguments. Next one, next one. We are going to twelve. How many of us will become obedient? When I finish with the 12 levels, then I will show you why I'm talking about it. Wow. Yeah. Obeying instructions that are painfully difficult. Instructions that are painfully difficult. As you are obeying the instructions, you are crying. Hey. Hey. Sometimes you are so broke, and the small money that has come, you have to pay tithes. Your bills are more than the money that have come. 
that has come in. And you still have to pay tithe. And when you look at what the tithe can do, as you are paying it, you are crying. Where is the envelope? All those of you who are paying your first and best priest, come to the front. Lift your hands and let us pray. <laughs> Put it in the basket. Before, it, it will be like you are crying. You are trying to outdo tools. It's painful. But those are the instructions that bring blessings. Do you think it was easy for Abraham when God said, go and sacrifice your only son, Isaac? He was wondering, God, if you want human blood, why don't you let me give you one of the Philistines? Why don't you let me give you one of my servants? Human blood is what you want by saying your only son. Have you noticed that after that event, you don't hear of Sarah again in the Bible until she died? Abraham, after that, there's no mention of Abraham and Sarah again. Have you thought of why? That we are sitting here and you have taken Uanyu and you have gone. And then when you come back, Uanyu tells Umama with tears in his eyes that you can't believe what Utata took to go and do. He almost killed me. He tied me down. You said what? He had the knife. Eh? Hmm. Hey. You you said what? You said what? And he did what? He was he put fire under. And then he, he was he alone? The servant servants don't come here. You, you, eh, you are fired. As for you, I don't if you you who deal with this after. You did what? You said what? Who? Who can you? Who can you warm? I can go. Today, I will kill somebody. Why didn't you take Esau? That child with a mental problem. He said, God told you, you should have taken Esau. You know Esau, he has a mental problem. His mind is not stable. Around 12 o'clock in the afternoon, he sees things too, too. His head is shaking. The way his nose goes. Why didn't you? T- you took Ukan. You, today, you go and meet God. He said, who told you? God. You go and meet God today. I said, you, you go and meet God. After that, they don't... Ma- no. After that, Sarah doesn't appear again. The next thing that Sarah had died. And Abraham went to bury Sarah. Yeah. Genesis 24. Went to bury Sarah. It's finished. The question you should ask yourself is, I'm sure if he, she will be sitting there every day looking at Abraham. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> 
Then she'll be smiling. The one that even gets Abraham the most, then she'll start laughing. <laughs> so Abraham is hungry, he's about to eat. When he sees that love, he says, I'll eat again today. I'm full, I'm fasting. <laughs> Maybe today is the day. <laughs> For all you know, <laughs> there's something in that thing. You see, when you watch a Nigerian movie, they make their food, then they put poison in it, then they taste it to see if the poison has gone inside. Well, yeah. <laughs> next one, next one. <laughs> Obeying instructions that make you unpopular. Obeying instructions that make you unpopular. Instructions that make you unpopular. Unpopular. When you are giving an instruction and that instruction is not a common instruction that everybody is having, you are going to be the odd one in the group. Makes you unpopular. We are here with Bishop Larry. Powerful church. The church is full. The church, I mean, we went to play games yesterday. Just games. About 200 people. No, just games, games. And uh, I see quite a number of you. Those of you that you were not there, I didn't see you. Unless you were there, that I didn't see you. I can see so many of you that were not there, 200 people. Were, were you there, Zamo? Yeah, you, you were Miller. You were notably missing. 200 people. Then they say, Priest, leave this place. You say what you have bought a church building. Well done. Well done with your church building. Church building. And then you have done what? You have carpeted the church. Well done. Well done. You have made a stage. Well done. Well done. Tell your neighbor, well done. Well done. Not well done. No, 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 no. Please. We have gone to school before. Give us some credit. I said, well done. Well done. Well done. Well done very much. Well done. Well done. Do you know what? Now go to Madagascar. Go and pastor 17 people. Huh, Mr. God. Yeah. I have 300 people to pastor. It's a more. Yes. Well done. 17 people. Huh. Yeah. Bacon. Conflicts. Yes. There. You milk the cow directly. <laughs> you drink it. <laughs> You want bacon? Kill the pig yourself and cut the bacon. He gets up. He says, You, Mr. Daniels, take the church. Me, Mr. Larry, Madagascar. Take his back, take his children, take his wife to the island. 
be surprised when you come three years down the line, five years down the line, when God has blessed him tremendously. Tremendously. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Because if it was you, I mean, Joel is pastoring the church on campus. When she shakes herself, 100 people are sitting there. Then we say, you know something? You have done these church people, campus church for a long time. Go to Eastwood. Say, where is Eastwood? It's in the east. It's in the east. Go to Eastwood. Give the church to Musa. Go to Eastwood. Immediately, what is going to happen is another, in another one year, all the camp, just as the way you have forgotten Beatrice, that's how come you all forget about Joel, that she was once upon a time on the campus. Unless the, the person who has come, they consciously makes it a point that reminds you that there was, before, before a Musa, there was a Joel. But do not be surprised. I said, do not be surprised if after two, three, four years, God takes her and she, he lifts her up and puts her up there. Don't be surprised. We all want to do things that will make us popular. Everybody has a beloved, so I must also get a beloved. Even the relationship is dying, but you say, I must get a beloved. Oh, hold it well, hold it. It's your hair, I know, hold it it well. Yeah! Don't be surprised. Everybody has a boy. I must also get a boy. Look, let me me tell you, let me tell you one thing about relationships quickly. The end of a relationship is marriage. Do you get it? End of a relationship is marriage. If you are not ready to get married, you have no business being in a relationship. You are just wasting your time and wasting yourself. Do, do, do you understand? You, it, it's not even about it. Hey, Pastor, I'm 99 years old. You are planning to marry when you are 200. You don't have any business in being in a relationship at this time. It's not even about age. It's, no, no, no. It's not about age. It's about what you are ready for. What you are ready for. So, but pastor, all my mates, everybody has some little bottles. You, you have now entered into first year. Your course is a three year, four year, three years to graduate with dishonest. One extra year to get honest. And you are planning to do a master's and all these things to add to it. Better take your time. Better take your time. Hey, but everybody in first year has, look, it will make you unpopular, but obey it, you'll be well. Next one. Listen, when we decided to leave London, people were now going to London. Yeah, people were flooding and flocking to London. That's when we decided that. We are leaving London. And if you are leaving London, usually if you are in London, you are leaving London. People are expected that, are expecting that you are leaving London to go to America. 
No, 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 no. It means maybe you got a better opportunity in America and you are going to America. Apostle Joe, when I met him in America, the first time I met him, he told me, welcome to America. We are 20 kilometers from heaven. I mean, we are 20 kilometers from heaven. <laughs> do, do, do you understand? So, if you have reached here, the next place is just to go to hell. You can't go. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, when we were this, we, we, we decided, you know something, this landing thing, okay, it's okay, we are going to do missions. We look like these guys are crazy. I'm sure even in the church, they won't say it, but these guys are crazy. But the people we have left there, many of them have also left. Those who didn't leave and are there. Oh, please. One day I met a guy, a friend of mine, he asked me, he had just come from London, so he asked me, when are you coming to London? I said, oh, it's not in my plans, but you never know. So, when you come to London, pass by. I said, I said, okay. But when I turn around, I said, pass by where? <laughs> Just even last week, I, I, I sent a message to a friend of mine in Germany. I said, I, I'm thinking of passing through Germany soon. Can you host me for three days? I was shocked at the response. Um, let me get back to you on Friday. I understood what it meant. Because you can't even say it from the top of your head straight. I'll get a place. I, I can host you. I mean, we are 40-something now. If you can't host somebody at 40-something, you can't host somebody again for the rest of your life. Meanwhile, at that time, we looked like the fools coming down and they were going up. Whether I've planned, whether I've prepared, or I can host you. You can come impromptu. You can come planned. I still can host you. Today. But at that time, it looks some way. Instructions that make you look unpopular. Bishop said, look, come, I'll send you to a village. I said, why not? I'm coming. He said, where would you come? I said, give me one. It was 14th of February. I said, give me one month. One month I'll be there. One month I was there. Next one, next one. We are going to twelve. They say my time is up. Obeying, obeying instructions that are bizarre. That are bizarre. Instructions that are bizarre. Obeying instructions that are bizarre. Bizarre means confusing. You can't even understand. I was giving an instruction just this afternoon. When I said it, the person said to me, "Now I'm confused." I said, "Yes." If you are not confused, I will know that you are not listening to what I'm saying. The instruction, the way it is, before we can even start, it has to confuse you. Then you have to ask, so what does this mean? What does this also mean? Well, you keep asking questions, ah, because the, the instruction is so bizarre, confusing. I mean, you don't even know the head and the tail of the instruction. Bizarre. God said to Abraham, he said, 
these people, I need you to circumcise all of them. Abraham said, Dear old man, yes, take that thing, take a stone, and cut it off. Abraham came. Hello, everybody. The Lord has said to me, I have to cut everybody down. So all the women sit down on this side. All the men make a long queue and start coming. Shortest in front, tallest at the back. They look at Abraham, they say, Abraham, you say you are going to do what? Don't, don't worry, I'll use one person to do a demonstration to you so that you will understand what I am saying. Please, give me a stone. Yes. Just sharpen the stone a little. Yes, it's very sharp. Uh-huh. First person, come. Come. Please, all of you look at the example. Please stand here. Pull it down. Put it here, put it here. No, no, don't sit down. Stand. And then put it on the table. It's okay, wait, wait, wait. Just put it on the table, okay. Uh, are you watching it? Yes. This is what the Lord said I should do to all the men. Please. Go and sit down. Next person, please come quickly, quickly. Look, we, we are in a hurry. We don't have time to wait. Put it there quick. Next person, get ready. Make a queue. Put it down. Go, next, come. Hey, please, hurry up, hurry up. I shall send them to hurry up. You. Next person. Quickly, quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, this one, this one is. This one is uh, is too short. Come close. Come close. Ah! Go away, next person. Please come, please come. Ah. Yeah. This one is very long. Do you want a shortcut or a long cut? Ah. 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 Oh God. Catch it, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it quickly, quickly. Come and put it there. Where is the guy? Bring it, bring it, bring it. Come and put it there. Come and put it there. Put it there. Put it diagonally. Hey, hey it didn't catch well. It didn't catch well. Come again. Come again. Come again. Touch, touch, Ah, Go and sit down. Can you imagine such such an instruction? And you see, today it looks normal to you, but it was the first time. It was the first time God said, I want my people to be different from all the people. I want them to be different. So from now, every male child, we are going to cut it. 
Instead of God saying that, listen, let's wait. From now, anyone that is born, we will start. He said, no, 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 no. Once you are alive, we are cutting it now. Then from there, anyone that is born, we cut it when they are born. Imagine such an instruction. Imagine. No, serious. No, and they are using a stone. They didn't have a knife. So you can imagine some they will cut and it will still be hanging. Say, so bring it again, then they will cut again. Hey! Very bizarre. Imagine the blood that was all over the place. If you ask you are obeying the instruction, you look foolish. Yeah, you look foolish. Their wives and children are sitting there crying. They are killing my father. They are killing my father. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. 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 Hosea, God asked him, he said, go and marry a prostitute. A prophet in the town. Prophet in the town. Everybody knows him. A wild pastor in town. They said, go and marry a prostitute. God, you don't see all the yellow bones around here. Yes, I see them, but go and marry a prostitute. You can imagine how the tablets, the tabloids will take the, the, the story. And even, we know, this pastor, he has been going there all the time. I think now the girl is pregnant, so he's trying to marry the girl quickly so that, hey! Last one. One that can lead to your death. Number 11 is which one? Obeying instruction that give rise to obvious evils. Instruction that give rise to obvious... Yeah, go and marry a prostitute. Go and marry what? A prostitute. How many of you are ready to become great through obedience? Yes, a lot of you have given up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Last one. We want to finish. Instruction that will lead to your death. There are some people, their greatness is in their dying. When Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, he knew they were going to kill him in Jerusalem. He knew they had tried to kill him everywhere, but as for Jerusalem, he knew that that place they would kill him. They had tried to kill him in so many places. One day they took him on top of a mountain. They wanted to flip him off the mountain and kill him. He swerved them. He had outwitted them so many times. But the assassins in Jobek, they don't miss. Kill shot experts. You know what a kill shot is? A kill shot is a shot when they hit. Even if the ambulance is standing there, you will still die. Hit straight to your forehead. Pop. It's called a kill shot. Yeah. You know, as for Jerusalem, snipers, they don't miss. They are trained, properly trained. So when, look, he was everywhere. 33 years old, they couldn't kill him. Jerusalem, one week he was dead. Yeah, five days he was dead. 
and said, five days. He survived Jerusalem only five days. He was dead. Yeah. Made that triumphant entrance into Jerusalem. By the close of the week, he was dead. Simple. No time. For, they don't joke. But when he was coming, he had said to Peter, I have to go to Jerusalem so that I go and die there. Then Peter said, over my dead body. Jesus said, don't worry, we can arrange that also. Don't worry. We'll make sure that we go together. That's why when they asked Peter, do you say, I don't know this guy? He said that he's going, no, no, no. I just, I don't know him. It's like by obeying to come to this earth means that he will be killed. Deadly instructions that are deadly as you are going. You are walking on deadly grounds. Anytime you have this horrific xenophobic thing around, know that we are obeying such an instruction. Yeah. Because our lives is our lives are at risk. Yeah, anytime you have these attacks around and you see us again here pastoring you, know that we are obeying this type of instruction. Yeah. Know that we are obeying this type of instruction. That can lead to your death. Now, why are we making so much noise about obedience? Isaiah, the Bible says, if you be willing, obedient, you will eat the good of the land. It takes obedience to go high on God's ladder. Yeah. It takes obedience to get what God has prepared for you. Even human beings, when we are giving you something, we put under terms and conditions apply. You must obey the terms. You must obey the conditions. When you obey the terms and conditions, then you will get the thing. Almost every blessing in the Bible, there's something you have to do. I see us running around praying for things that we just have to meet the conditions. So when you are praying, what you are saying is that God overlook the conditions and give me the breakthrough. God is also not prepared to overlook the condition. So there you are praying. Yet nothing coming. Nothing coming. Then you come and tell us, oh, you know something, God doesn't answer prayer. God doesn't. Tomorrow I'm sharing on my devotion why God doesn't provide some things when we ask. But why God doesn't provide? Yeah. Yeah. Busy. Meanwhile, you won't wake up and obey. Yeah. Sunday we were here. My wife made a phone call to my house, gave my children instructions. When we got home, they are not there. I said, everybody go and sleep. The day, everything I brought to give you is over. The day is over. Go and sleep. I said, the, it's not yet sleepy. The day is over. That's it. Even as a human being, when people don't obey what you say, you don't feel like being nice to them. How much more God? How much more God? So they went to their room, then they started to play their music. Leah, you were there, and they started to play 
draw me close to you. Never let me go. Because they know their daddy likes it when they play their music. Ne? I lay it all down again. I was listening, but I said, no. <laughs> to hear you say that I'm your friend. I said, you are not my friend, my friend. <laughs> you are mine. <laughs> Let us, church of God, let us learn to be obedient. Abraham obeyed God, it led to his greatness. Isaac obeyed God, it led to his greatness. May you also obey God so that it will lead to your greatness. Stand to your feet, let's share a word of prayer. Lift your hands, just pray for yourself. For just a minute or two, just speak to God. Mate so pa lo ka si pa ye ka. Brandolobo, Brandelebe, Brandalaba, Brandalaba, Ripaloba, 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 Kemola, 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 Kemolobo, Brandebro, 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 Skepalolo, Sketolibo, Skepalala. Lord, help us, help us, help us, help us, help us. Pelo, 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 Balo, Si, Papo, Sakate. Kemolaba, Brando Skipaloba, Ripo Dabike, Brande Rebeko Skipalaba, Brondi Brede, Brondi Brede, Brondalaba, Brando Brass, Kemolaba. Father, thank you for every hand that is lift up your hands to Jesus. Thank you for every hand that is lifted tonight. Bless us. Let it be well with us. Help us. Help us to develop a heart that obeys you. In the name of Jesus, that will come into favor in your sight. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Wonderful. Sit down for a second. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.